2024 is almost upon us, and there's a couple things I want you to do to kick off the year. Also, it's going to be an uncertain year in the United States. What can we expect? And if you have money or even if you don't, should you leave it to your kids? Yes or no? Hmm? Hmm? Uncensored. Unfiltered. Unhinged. It's the Corelcast. Listen daily on your favorite streaming service. It is the Corelcast. I am Corel. Happy Thursday. Took a little bit of the week off because of Christmas. I hope you had a fabulous Christmas, by the way. I had a great one. Steve came over. We had tea Christmas Eve, opened our presents, and oh, what presents I got. Oh, my God. Daniel Charleston, you should not have, uh, but he did. He got me the the Univolt pizza oven. I could not believe a $900 gift just arrives on Christmas Eve. I was, I cried. I literally cried for probably 10 minutes because it's been something I've wanted for a long time now since they invented it, but I just wouldn't spend the money on myself because that's a lot of money. Uh, and, uh, and he did. Uh, and I, I couldn't, I still can't believe it. I used it yesterday with Steve. It makes fabulous pizza. Uh, and I just, I couldn't believe that I had one. It was, it was remarkable. And the other thing that I wanted all year long was old country roses, a tea set, even though I don't need a tea set. Uh, I've had it in my bag at Macy's probably for months where I, and I've never pulled the trigger to order it. How many of you do that? Put stuff in your bag or in your cart and then you just don't buy it. And they send you all these emails. Oh, did you forget something? No, I didn't. Yeah, I forgot to spend money. That's what I forgot. Uh, but he found one, Steve found one, and, and Daniel also pitched in from 1962, uh, which is the year it was introduced as well as the year I was introduced. Uh, and that was remarkable. The two things that I really wanted. Uh, and then I got a bunch of other fabulous stuff. I got a ceramic knife from my niece, Heather, along with jams and jellies that she made, preserves. Uh, my nephew, Jake, and his wife, Ari, got me this fabulous two teacups uh, that are painted, hand-painted, Van Gogh and Matisse. Just incredible. Just a lot of incredible stuff. Ember got jackets and things, and it was just a fun day. And Steve came over for tea on Christmas Eve, and that's when we did it all. And all my stuff is gone. Gone. Uh, all my Christmas stuff, gone. It's Thursday, honey. It's Thursday the 28th. It's gone. Okay, gone. Making room for the new year. On a somber note, and this will go out to a few of you, it's weird being an orphan, isn't it? You know, today, 37 years ago, in 1987, so what is that, 36 years ago, 87, 97, 2007, 2017, yeah, 36 years ago, my father died uh, today, December 28th, of medical malpractice. Uh, it was an error made at St. Mary's Hospital in Long Beach. This is, it was 87. We didn't know about lawyers and wrongful death and all that. Uh, I would learn that later with Andrew. Uh, but he died of a stress ulcer that formed in the ICU and they, when they gave him steroids. And when he died, they were thinking he had a heart attack, but he was really bleeding out through his stomach. Uh, that was a very bad day. And that was today, 36 years ago. Uh, tomorrow, December 29th, 20 years ago, my mom died. Uh, they died about 17 years apart, 16 years apart. Uh, but December 28th and December 29th, a lot of people die over the holiday. And so since that time, I've sort of been an orphan. You know, both my parents are gone. Uh, and a lot of you are in that boat too. And especially around the holidays, it gets weird. So to all of you, I'm just sending love and light. Uh, also next week, I may or may not be here. I'm starting to get sick as you can hear. And uh, it could be allergies. But it's a throat tickle. It's a nose plug. It could be what everybody in the world has. 
either RSV, COVID, or flu, or all three, or whatever. I'm vaccinated. I'm just hope for the best, uh, but we'll see. Uh, so 2024 is uh, Tuesday, Monday. Monday is 2024. And a lot of you make New Year's resolutions. Now, I wish you wouldn't. Uh, it's a lot of undue pressure. But if you are one of the ones that do, uh, I'm going to ask you to do a couple things. Uh, and just two things for me. I want you to do them for me if you don't already do them. Okay? Now, I want to explain to you a typical day for me. Let's, let's talk about today. I woke up this morning. Woke up this morning uh, at 4.30 to go pee, as always. Thank you, bladder, and 61-year-old bladder. Uh, and then I go back to bed and snuggle with Ember till about 5, 5.15. Then I get up and I make our nom-noms. Uh, I, I make her fresh food, which is uh, chicken and a, a meat mixture and uh, mixed vegetables and oat groats. Uh, and then I have five days a week, uh, half a cup of oatmeal uh, with uh, walnuts and craisins, uh, dried uh, cranberries. Uh, and uh, two scoops of peanut butter powder and a splash of maple syrup with a fabulous bowl of fruit, mixed fruit, berries, you know, pineapple, banana, all kinds of stuff, uh, and tea uh, with vegan creamer. Uh, and I do that every morning, five days a week. And then on weekends, I do a scramble of like tofu or just egg and field roast sausage, stuff like that. Then, depending on what day of the week it is, today's Thursday. So today was 10 minutes of yoga stretching and then 20 minutes of resistance training with weights uh, while watching the news. This morning was Sky News. Uh, and so 30 minutes of exercise one way or another. On days where I don't do the weights, I do yoga. I do 30 minutes of yoga. So every other day is 30 minutes of yoga. And every other day after that is 10 minutes of stretching and 20 minutes of weight. Then we leave for the park where we walk for two and a half miles and jog some of that. And I go up and down an incline either three times, that's every other day, or a total of nine times every other day. And I do that six days a week. So, and then at night, I walk another mile uh, with Ember. So, about four miles a day walking, including jogging and up and down a hill, uh, and 30 minutes of exercise every morning. I move a lot. I'm going to ask you to move a lot in 2024. Whatever steps you're taking now, up them by 5,000. If you're not doing yoga and some sort of weight training, Start. Apple Fitness Plus. Hey, you can buy the Apple Watch again. Uh, Apple Fitness Plus is a great place to start. Yes, they charge a little bit of fee, but you know what? It's worth every penny. The instructors are fabulous. So I'm going to ask you to start moving more than you're moving now. Maybe take a midday break and walk 20 minutes or whatever. Whether it's walking, yoga, weight training, Pilates, uh, high-intensity workouts for 10 minutes, whatever you want to do, I want you to move more. Because all the research says, if you do this, you're going to reduce your risk of cancers and of dementia and cognitive decline and diabetes and so many things. Doesn't mean you're not going to get any of that. It means you're going to decrease your risk of it. And if you do get that, some of those things, you'll be healthier going into it. So I want you to start moving more. Move, honey. Play music. Uh, Apple Fitness Plus has dancing. You know, I dance with them, with LaShawn and all of that, John, and I dance away and 30 minutes to the oldies, and I'm dancing to the oldies because I am an oldie, and you know what? It's fabulous. It keeps you moving. So I want you to do 30 minutes a day, six days a week, and then walk. 
So 30 minutes of weight training or yoga or dancing or something, high intensity, rowing, cycling, whatever, and then go out and walk for at least two miles at once, one, one sitting, at walk at least two miles. And then start throwing in some cardio up and down some stairs or up and down a hill or whatever's in your neighborhood, whatever. So promise me that you're going to move a little more in 2024, even if you're already exercising and moving. Unless you're moving as much as me, I want you to move more, okay? And I'm going to move a little more. We're upping the nighttime walk to two miles instead of one mile. So in 2024, I'll be doing an extra mile six days a week or 24 extra miles a month or about 250 extra miles a year. So I want you to do that. Then the other thing is I know and you know that I want you to be a plant-based eater for the planet, uh, for your health, all the research. There's another story out today that going vegan just six weeks later, your heart's already healthier. So if you can't, if being vegan is just too much for you, then how about you start by becoming a pescatarian? My friend Daniel Amspa is doing that. I, I can't you know say enough about it. While I would prefer you go vegan, if you can't, just go pescatarian. Because you're not going to eat fish three times a day, so you're going to get inventive with your other meals, and then you're going to see how easy plant-based is. And guess what? By the end of the year, after being pescatarian, I bet a lot of you will turn into plant-based eaters. So in 2024, move more, and how about becoming a pescatarian? Do those two things, and I guarantee you the year will be better for you. And honey, we're going to need it because the year that's coming up is going to be quite a year, and we are going to talk about that when we return. So don't go anywhere. Happy Thursday, last Thursday of the year. Woo, woo, woo. (laughs) It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast, driving you home or driving you crazy. Ain't no need to worry what tomorrow's gonna bring. No, no, it'll be all over in the morning. <laughs> There's a song, Ain't No Need to Worry, Need a Baker on the wine, and say, Ain't No Need to Worry What the Night's Gonna Bring. It'll be all over in the morning. A lot of people are worried about 2024. They are worried. They tell me, Corell, 2024, I am worried. And. There's a lot to be worried about in 2024. For me, the number one worry is health and then climate change. And I think I want to talk to you a a little bit. This is the segment where we talk about the year coming up. But I really want to talk a little about health. I have to let go of medical anxiety and get to living. Even if I'm sick, even if Ember is sick, it doesn't matter. I I have to let go of the medical anxiety and get to living because dying is a given. Okay? I'm going to die. You're going to die. We're all going to die. It's a given. Can't get out of it. And it's going to happen when it happens. So many people are dying in their 60s now in the news. I'm hearing 61, 65. I'm in my 60s. It's going to happen. 
and worrying about it all the time ain't going to make it happen any sooner. Uh-oh. We lost we lost the image behind me. We you know this happens. I want to explain to you why this happens. You're seeing the sky news behind me right now. This happens because I mirror my background up on a giant monitor and Apple is becoming less and less reliable when it comes to their software and hardware. And that's something, you know, they're in the news for the Apple Watch and stuff. But I got to tell you, it's it's really annoying uh, how unreliable Apple is becoming when it comes to their hardware and software. You know, for decades, I've been an, I have an Apple tattoo on my arm. But nowadays, their iOSs get clunky. Your phone either works or it doesn't. Your Mac, your desktop computers either work or they don't. Or they have these really great features but guess what? They they stop working. And sometimes the mirroring of the TV here, it will stay fine. And then other times, just like now, it goes away. The other most unreliable thing that's happening now is my Sonos. I have six Sonos speakers in my house. Six. I'm very blessed. And I can't tell you how much time you know, they take up. No wonder vinyl is soaring 40% more. I have to tell you, these these young people, they're all about baby, you know, criticizing boomers. Okay, boomer. You know, remember that? Okay. And they criticize Joe Biden and, oh, let the young people take over. And then what do they do? They go buy a fucking vinyl or a cassette tape. They scream at us for being old. They, they tell us, oh, you've got to modernize, blah, 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 blah. And then they go buy a damn piece of vinyl. <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. So I'm just going to leave the Sky News up here. I'm not going to take a break and go and put my thing back up there for now. I'll put it back in the next segment. But um, so to see and 2024, unexpected things are going to happen. Uh, they are. And you got to be. How do I say this? With like with my medical anxiety, I have to get to living. I have to get traveling again. I have to get the show out in the world. I have to get me an ember back out in the world. And I think part of that has been fear after COVID. As I sit here, maybe sick. I think it's been fear. It's been, you know, fear of getting sick, fear of being away from home or away from my doctors and something happening. There's been a lot of fear for me in 2023. A lot of tests, most of which come back normal and some a little abnormal, but whatever. Nothing major. I haven't been diagnosed with the C word or anything like that. And so... It's time for me in 2024 to get to living because I'm going to die. Whether it's in 2024 or beyond, I don't know. And like with Ember, I, I'm worried that she's got this nasal tumor because of how clogged she is and how I can hear her breathing and she's snoring more. And So she has like four symptoms of a nasal tumor, but the big symptoms of a nasal tumor she doesn't have. And so... I've had a specialist appointment for her scheduled for three months now. It comes up and I cancel it. Then it comes up and I cancel it. Well, my doctor told me the other day, her doctor, because she's been licking her paw and I brought her the doctor. Uh, the doctor was like, you know, if it was a nasal tumor and it was cancer, they die within two to four months. And you've been wondering for like four months and she's nowhere near dead. She's quite energetic and eating and pooping and peeing. He goes, I really think she's okay. I think it's chronic rhinitis that has changed her nasal cavities. He goes, I, I just don't see the signs that it's a nasal tumor. 
you know, or I see symptoms that could be, and he goes, and I could be wrong, but I'm just not seeing enough red flags. And so I just have to let that be. I have to let her be, and I have to let her live, and I have to let me live in 2024. And so, yeah, it's a scary year. Donald Trump could reascend his throne. There's, there's so much that could go right or wrong next year. And I'm not saying we shouldn't try to navigate and steer ourselves in the right direction of health, prosperity, uh, climate change. We shouldn't you know, give up on trying to fix it. And we should do everything we can to defeat Donald Trump. You know, I'm not saying that we should give up. But what I am saying is Americans don't spend a lot of time living anymore. We don't spend a lot of time, unless you're wealthy. We don't, the, you know, I was broke most of my life. And I had a ball. You know, traveled and had friends and family and, and uh, Christmases and New Year's and all of that without having a ton of money in the bank. Americans don't do much living anymore. They survive. And we have all been in survival mode. We tried to survive a pandemic, COVID. You know, now we're trying to survive the climate. We're trying to survive the political environment. We do a lot of surviving, but we don't do a lot of living. And in 2024, to sound like a movie, I want to live, mama. I want to live. You know, I want to get back to living because I think we all need to. Get your head out the news. Get off of social media. I'm barely on it now. Barely, barely, barely. Get off of social media. Yo, Carell, that's how I stay connected. Then that's sad and pathetic. If the only connection with friends that you have is on social media, then you have no connection. Oh, yes. No, me and my family, we stay very close on social media. No. You exchange informational bits on social media, X's and O's, but you're not close. Close is going to see them, picking up the phone, FaceTiming them. That's close. So get your head out of social media. Forget, you know, survival and concentrate on living. Concentrate on how to have experiences that fulfill you, that make you happy. Happiness is your right. It's in the Constitution. Life, love, and the pursuit of happiness. In 2024, we should pursue happiness more. You know, life and liberty, they're going to work themselves out. But the pursuit of happiness is something we're all forgetting about. And what are we pursuing when we say we're pursuing happiness? A lot of us think that means money. It doesn't, although that helps. Someone spreading the rumor that being rich is a drag. Whoever's spreading that rumor is dirt-ass broke. But, you know, you got to pursue happiness sometimes. Your own, your own joy, your own happiness. And so I want you in 2024, as we look ahead to climate upheaval, political upheaval, economic upheaval, I want you to remember that you need to spend as much time pursuing happiness as you do surviving. You have to. You need to. And if you can't, okay, if you can't, then there's a problem. And that problem is your focus. You know, 
What are you focused on? Surviving. I mean, I get it. Groceries out of control. I know over Christmas, a lot of you were complaining about prices of everything. Because everything's out of control. I don't, and they're just making it up now. You go to the grocery store, one bag of groceries, $30, and there's nothing in it. Because everything's $5, $7, $3. You, know, you need to understand that that's all, yes, that's how everything is. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't try to pursue happiness. And so that's what I want you to do in 2024. Your goal is constitute, well, Declaration of Independence. You know, if you're not visiting reallycorel.com daily, you're missing out. Get the podcast videos and the blog, including recipes at reallycorel.com. That's really K-A-R-E-L.com. It's broadcasting from a completely different point of view. Yours. Listen daily to the Corelcast on your favorite streaming service. You're listening to the Corelcast, driving you home or driving you crazy. Okay, so I was reading the San Francisco Chronicle today, and boy, y'all are getting slammed with a storm up there, aren't you? And there's a story about Guy Fieri, who's, who's worth like three, $400 million, you know? Uh, and you think he'd look better. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, and he said that he's not necessarily going to give his kids his money when he dies. And that they kind of have to earn it. And he said that he's like Shaquille O'Neal, who said, if you want a piece of the cheese, you got to bring me two degrees from school. Two degrees. Uh, meaning like an MBA or a whatever. Or a BA in this and an MBA in that. And there's this trend now of the wealthy, uh, Bill Gates and others, telling their kids, these uber rich, you're not getting our money. Or you're going to get very small amounts of our money. And I have to tell you, that is the most selfish bullshit that I have ever heard in my entire life. They are your fucking kids. You, they didn't ask to be brought into the world. They didn't ask for you to get horny and have them. But you did. And the minute you did, what's yours is theirs. Period. Like, end of story. Why do you think marriage was such a big deal in the Bible? Rights of secession. They didn't want bastard kids to be able to say, no, I own that land. It was all about money and property. That's all marriage is about, is money and property. And now these rich fucks are going to say, oh, I want my kids to earn it. Why? You didn't. Guy Fieri acts like telling people how to cook on the Food Network is fucking neuroscience, okay? And that his money was got through hard work and sweat and, and you know, no, you ain't a coal miner. You know, broke people, people that ain't got shit, they try to make provisions for their kids. But the rich who have everything are saying, no, I got to teach my kids the value of a dollar. Why? Why? Well, Carell, no, I'm being serious here. There's two kinds of clubs, the Lucky Sperm Club and not. I'm in the not. Most of you are in the not. My friend Jason Young, he's in the Lucky Sperm Club. His, both his parents died, and he's got lots of money. 
They had businesses and everything. And while I am green with envy, I don't begrudge him that. It was his parents and now it's his and his brothers. That's the way it goes. This notion that you're going to have hundreds of millions of dollars and then look at children that you purport to love and you give them this lifestyle their whole life. They live in fancy houses and they go in expensive places and then you tell them that when they turn 18 that that's that and when you die they're not going to get any of it? Huh. No wonder kids kill their parents. I'm serious. You're, you know, my mom and dad died today and tomorrow. Uh, 37 years ago, my dad, 36 years ago, my dad died today, the 28th. Tomorrow, my mom's 20th anniversary of her passing. And they would have given me the shirts off their backs if they had them. That's all they had to give me, actually. We did, they didn't have life, life insurance policies. It all fell on me. Funeral expenses, all of it, all fell on me. So if you have money, the notion that you're not going to leave it to your kids unless they jump through some hoop, you're a terrible person, Guy Fieri. And the same with you, Shaquille O'Neal, and the same with you, Bill Gates, and all of you rich fucks who did nothing to earn your money. Bill Gates did nothing to earn that money. He made good deals. Shaquille O'Neal, you made endorsement deals because you can throw an orange ball through a hoop. Your money was easy. But you want to make it hard for your kids to teach them a lesson. What lesson? We all know poverty sucks. And if they don't know the value of a dollar, so fucking what? Why is it so important to know, well, what money is worth? Money is worth nothing. Money is a man-made construct that destroys lives. It is worth nothing. When aliens come down here, you can't drink money. You can't breathe money. You can't eat money. Now, if you have money, you can't eat. But you know what I'm saying. Try it in a dollar bill and see how long you last. So if you've got it and you plan on not leaving it to your kids, you're a fucked up individual. So I hope you're listening, Guy Fieri. I hope you're listening, Shaquille O'Neal. This, oh, well, they better get a degree if they want my money. Why? Who set boundaries on you, Shaquille O'Neal? Who said, well, Shaquille, you better do this if you want my money. All they asked you to do was walk around and throw a ball in a hoop. And half the time you miss. I've been to a sports game. I saw Shaquille O'Neal play. He didn't make half the damn baskets. He's as tall as the basket. He didn't make half the baskets. Guy Fieri, you push bad food on people on a network that nobody watches, and yet you're worth hundreds of millions of dollars, and you're going to act like depriving your kids of that is some sort of noble thing unless they jump through hoops? Look, they're your kids. You owe them. I don't owe my children anything. You most certainly do. You owe them everything. If you are a parent, you owe that child everything. Everything. Because you brought it into this world. You're the one that wanted to have a child. And from the moment it opened its mouth and cried, what do you owe it? Everything. Well, once it's an adult, I don't owe it anything. Yes, you do. People act like yeah, you can stop taking care of your kids when they're 18, 19. Nope. If they need a house, you got to give it to them. If they're 40, and find themselves homeless. It's up to you to help. No, it ain't, Carell. They're grown. Yes, it is. 
They are your kin. They are your blood. They are your children. You owe them everything until the day they die. Or you. And what do they owe you? Nothing. Love, perhaps. You know, uh, loyalty. Helping you in your elder years. But what does a kid owe a parent? Nothing. Nothing. You can't bring something into this world and then put say, well, you owe me. I brought you into the world. Uh, nope. <laughs> you know, the only thing a kid owes a parent is respect, basically. Love and respect. And that has to be earned. You know, if a parent's a, a terrible person and the kid doesn't love or respect them, then, you know, that's fine. Like Trump's children. They don't love and respect him, and that's fine, you know, because he's not lovable or respectable. But what does Donald owe those children? Everything. Everything. Why? Because he had them. Because he brought them, and they're his responsibility. That's what people, nowadays parents don't act like kids are their responsibility. Taking care of them all day is the school's responsibility. Keeping them safe from gun violence is someone else's responsibility. Nope. All right, we'll be back tomorrow with a Friday show. Merry Christmas. Happy New Year. I am Corel. Be who you want to be. Sloan doesn't hurt you, buddy. We'll see you tomorrow. Normally, that's not normal. Two days in a row. But it's going to happen. So there. <laughs> You're going to be sick of me this week. They're happy two days in a row. Ooh, guess I was mad about parents, huh? Trying to not give hey, their kids it's Carell. money. Amber and I would like to thank you for joining us today. And remind you, there's a way to never miss a thing. And that's by subscribing right now to my YouTube channel. Just click the subscribe button below or go to youtube.com forward slash really That's youtube.com forward slash really for a world of great free content. And that content is kept free by the fabulous group of patrons at Patreon. Why not become one and show your support for the show? Just $5 a month or more and you're in. Go to patreon.com forward slash really That's patreon.com forward slash really my website is reallycorel.com and everything fabulous is there from the show to blog and recipes. Instagram and all social media are, you guessed it, Really Corel. And it couldn't get much easier by simply downloading the free Corelcast app at the app store of your choice. And then all the content from Corel Media will flow right on through. That's the free Corelcast app. Remember, I am Corel. Be who you want to be so I don't hurt anybody. And subscribe and participate today.